Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Every day, millions take to the internet to find love, a date, or just a hookup. While many encounters become exciting new relationships, some become devastating dates with death. I'm about to tell you the story of one such deadly online connection. Welcome to I Met My Murderer Online. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. In one three-month period in 2016, three different New Jersey women went missing. He was looking at things on the internet like how to make homemade poisons to kill humans. Without Tiffany Taylor's quick thinking and resourcefulness, it would have been four missing women. Despite Tiffany's detailed description with cuts and bruises on her body, the police officers accused her of lying and threatened to arrest her for prostitution. She even had the handcuffs he used on her to show police that this did in fact happen. Police across two different departments failed to connect the clues and let a budding serial killer walk free. There's a guy who made a million mistakes and all the while he hid in plain sight. And yet, he walked away several times as police lacked evidence. It would take the friends and family of one of the victims to finally prevent any more women from meeting their murderer online. She was burned so badly, it took two weeks to identify her body. The family that cared for her was gutted by the news. 20-year-old New Jersey City University student Sarah Butler was at her parents' home for Thanksgiving in Montclair, New Jersey. Sarah was the first in her family to attend college. This is criminal defense attorney Sarah Azari. Her family wanted nothing but the best for their children. They moved to Montclair, New Jersey two decades prior just to give their children a better life. Sarah was described as bubbly, enthusiastic, and active in her community leading the Montclair High School dance team and even the traveling troupe at the premier dance theater 
She worked hard as a lifeguard and babysitter, paying her way through bartending classes, despite not being of age to work at a bar. Author and journalist Joe Garner says she wanted to be ready and prepared for when she got that first job. She had her whole life ahead of her. Sometimes downloading an app and talking to people in an area while you're visiting a town is pretty common, regardless of your length of visit or if you're familiar with the area. Chatting with the people there might help you feel a little bit more comfortable. On November 20, 2016, she sparked up a conversation with a stranger online. Sarah's friends claimed she was having a hard time making friends in college, so she joined an app called Tagged. However, Sarah didn't appear to immediately want to meet up with the stranger. But to her surprise, her conversation with him becomes more serious when he lures her with $500 cash for sex. You want to make money? Sex for money? Wow. Well, how much money? How much are you looking for? $500? (laughs) Wait, you're not a serial killer, right? He went by the screen name of At Little Yacht Rock. And at first, she was going to meet up with him. Then she changed her mind, and she stood him up, only to meet up with him two days later on November 22nd, 2016, telling at Little Yacht Rock that she was originally way too nervous to meet up. Her family would later state this agreement for sex work was completely out of character. Plus, Sarah wasn't a sex worker. The offer, however, was too good to pass up. She types out a message to him, this time saying she would actually go through with it. The man told Sarah that he was in a hurry and had to be at work. Sarah borrowed her mother's minivan to use for her rendezvous, telling her mother that she was going to meet up with a friend. Sarah promised to be back home with the minivan by 8 p.m. The scariest part about this was Sarah Butler messaging this man saying, you're not a serial killer, right? Which was intended as a joke. Tragically, it was far from a joke. The person she was talking to wasn't who he said he was. Sarah was preparing to meet a man who had made multiple online accounts to disguise his phone number. Tonight, that man, Khalil Wheeler Weaver, was hiding behind the username Little Yacht Rock. He had killed before and intended to kill again. Two months earlier, a sex worker named Robin West disappeared into the New Jersey night with a client but not before her friend saved the license plate of the silver BMW that picked Robin up as a contact in her phone. This was the last time Robin West was seen alive. In the case of Robin West, it was truly a sad story. Robin had some mental health issues that led to homelessness, and she then started seeking men for sex on the streets to survive financially. Firefighters found her body in a fire later believed to be started by Khalil Weaver. She was burned so badly, it took two weeks to identify her body. If police had all of that digital evidence, a license plate number, the make and model of the BMW she was driven away in, and a witness, and a description, then why wasn't Khalil arrested? In fact, police had interviewed Khalil Wheeler Weaver in not one, but two police departments, Union Township and Montclair. But there wasn't enough evidence, and Khalil was never arrested. Sadly, police have to go on the evidence, and a sex worker could have been with anyone at any time without anyone knowing her business. And another factor was that Robin gave her phone to a friend 
who needed it before she got in the car with her client. Your phone is your lifeline in these situations. Sarah Butler had gone to meet her tagged app date, Lil Yacht Rock, but was now missing for three days. Her family was distraught. So her sister, Basanya, decided to take matters into her own hands. Basanya got together with two of Sarah's closest friends and decided that if the police wouldn't help them, they would have to help themselves. So there's this app named Tagged. Okay. I don't know what she's doing with this guy named Little Rock Yacht. I, I don't know. Do you know who that is? Did she mention I don't, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I've never seen okay. him before. But that's a clue. We'll, you know, message him. We'll message she's him. missing. I got this. I know she's missing. Do you not know that she's missing? Do we you? all want to find her. Like, okay, hold on, guys. We, We're going to find her. She's with this guy. Let's just find him and get him to message us. The trio of Bassania, Samantha, and Lamia combed the streets of northern New Jersey. Eventually, they found the missing minivan, but there was no sign of Sarah. However, there was one thing that they discovered that shook the three women to their core. Something definitely happened to Sarah. Inside the minivan, Sarah's sister and friends find Sarah's hair extensions, but no other sign of her. Terrified, they took their findings to the Montclair Police Department. The trio of Sarah's sisters and her friends, Lamia and Samantha, spent days gathering vital clues on their own and provided the tips to the police. But the police see many cases where a grown woman goes missing because she simply doesn't want people to know where she is. Sarah's sister instinctively knew this wasn't the case with Sarah. So they decided to check Sarah's laptop for clues. They started with Sarah's emails and her social media accounts, all of which Lumia knew the passwords for. And that was when they checked her history and found her tagged account. The last chat was with at Lil Yacht Rock. They read the exchange and now they knew the key to finding Sarah was finding at Lil Yacht Rock. Can you imagine what that must have been like to read that text exchange while your sister or your friend was missing for days? So incredibly tough. These women really dug deep to find Sarah. Samantha made a phony profile on Tagged and then searched for at Lil Yacht Rock. And she gave his profile eight thumbs up, indicating that she wanted to communicate. And then they waited. After not receiving a response, they headed back to the Montclair Police Department the following day to share their discovery of Liliot Rock. But suddenly, Samantha's phony profile on Tagged got a message. I Met My Murderer Online will continue in just a moment. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Samantha's phony profile on Tagged got a message, and it was from Lil Yacht Rock. He immediately offers cash for sex. Says he has to hurry because he has to work later that night. And now they're discovering the pattern is the same with Sarah's messages. This was their guy. Criminal defense attorney Sarah Azari. While still at the police station, they sent messages through Samantha's phony profile on the app back and forth. And then the phone rang. It was the handle at Little Yacht Rock. So they put him on the speakerphone and also recorded the conversation. It's him. Hello? You want me to stop on by? Um, I'm doing my hair. Uh, where are you at? About 10 minutes down the street. I want to meet for sex. I'm desperate for money because I live with my sister. I don't want to be here. So can we can we meet at the parking lot at Panera? Just around the corner. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll see you soon. Mm. All right. Bye. Lil Yacht Rock agreed to meet a mile away at a strip mall restaurant. The three women immediately shared the information with the police. They gave the meeting location, and the police went to question the suspicious stranger. Journalist Joe Garner says this was a huge break. Despite their emotions for their sister and friend, who could unfortunately be deceased, they never gave up, and they tracked this man who was last known to be speaking with Sarah. Defense attorney Sarah Azari. There wasn't much news coverage of Sarah's missing. It wasn't a big story, but it was about to be. Sarah Butler drove to this 7-Eleven on November 22nd, 2016. This is NorthJersey.com reporter Christopher Mogg. Khalil Wheeler-Weaver was in the passenger seat. When he got out of the minivan, the security cameras both inside and outside the store saw what he was wearing. He was wearing black head to toe, and he kept his very tight black gloves on the entire time. He went inside, he bought some iced tea and three condoms, came back outside, and they drove away. While being questioned by police, Lil Yacht Rock revealed that his real name was Khalil Wheeler Weaver. And that's it, right? Case solved. Roll credits. Well, not so fast. Weaver was released again for lack of evidence. Under pressure from the family, police continued to gather digital evidence. They tracked the mobile tower where Sarah's cell had sent its last ping and set up a search. The signal came from a desolate area called Eagle Rock Reservation. Defense attorney Sarah Azari. When police searched the area, they discovered Sarah's lifeless body in weeds, barely covered with twigs and branches. She was murdered, strangled with her own sweatpants. Sarah Butler was a hardworking, beautiful young woman filled with promise. She had a bright future ahead of her. She was making all of the right moves in life. Sadly, she made one fatal mistake in a fraction of a second and accepted money for sex from a stranger she met online. That decision would cost her her life. A vigil was held in Sarah's honor where her family spoke briefly about her. They released balloons into the night. It was a very sad event. The family showed a lot of strength as they dealt with the violent loss of their 20-year-old daughter. And it's just sad that she had to go as soon as she did, but as, you know, a group and family and friends, we shall get through this. Authorities obtained a warrant and began searching through Khalil Wheeler Weaver's bedroom. 
They discovered multiple pieces of incriminating evidence, including three cell phones tucked under his mattress. What they found in his recent internet searches would also further their case. Journalist Joe Gardner. He was searching things on the internet, like how to make homemade poisons to kill humans, and what chemical to put on a rag and hold to someone's face that would cause them to pass out. This was just the beginning as the case against Weaver grew and as details became more shocking with each passing day. Police would connect him to more than just this crime. Police realized that over an 84-day period, Khalil Wheeler Weaver was becoming a budding serial killer, and he didn't seem to care about being caught. People always want to know the why. Why did this happen? What drives a person to such a crime? Some of Weaver's friends described him as quiet, but at the same time, the funniest person they'd ever met. He wore plaid shirts neatly tucked into his khakis. Were they sure this was their guy? Sarah Butler was murdered by Khalil Wheeler Weaver after he promised her money for sex when they met online. Police charged him with multiple felonies. Defense attorney Sarah Azari says Khalil Wheeler Weaver was a psychopath serial killer in the making. No one could possibly predict that clean-cut and somewhat anonymous Khalil Wheeler Weaver was a psychopath serial killer in the making. There's a guy who made a million mistakes and all the while he hid in plain sight. Interviewed by the police several times, described by several witnesses, text messages, phone calls, and a massive digital trail. And yet, he walked away several times as police lacked evidence. The secret to Khalil Wheeler Weaver's short-lived success as a serial killer was in choosing vulnerable victims. People he assumed didn't have families or loved ones concerned for their safety. Journalist Joe Garner. Heroes come in unexpected packages. Sarah's sister and friends found her minivan and then tapped into her social media to find her killer. Sarah's sister and friends couldn't know that a second victim had already come forward. A sex worker named in the trial as Tiffany Taylor. Tiffany was introduced to Khalil through a friend in mid-2016. She remembered him being a decade younger than her. They had played video games together and hung out regularly at his house. While she never engaged in any sexual activity with him, he constantly asked her. He would call and text relentlessly to ask her to come over. She eventually agreed, but only because she was planning to rob him and then leave. Tiffany managed to get $200 from Khalil before making an excuse and leaving. Six months later, she received a series of calls from an unknown number. She gave in and agreed to pick the stranger up and drive him to a motel. Tiffany had no idea who she was meeting until he suddenly attacked her and knocked her unconscious. She woke up while being sexually assaulted before being handcuffed. She then realized the man assaulting her was Khalil Wheeler Weaver. Tiffany's thinking fast to get out of this situation that quickly turned horrifying. She described him as a regular kid who seemed fun. What was happening now? He hadn't acted this way before. When she asked him to loosen the cuffs and he did, she knew she could get him to listen to her. Tiffany begs to be taken back to the motel. She reminded Khalil that if he killed her, their entire conversation was on her phone at the motel, triggering a meltdown in her attacker. Tiffany described how she managed to escape. I broke out of one handcuff because of the way my, I'm kind of double jointed and flexible, so I was able to slip out of one while we were driving. Once they got there, Tiffany managed to escape by locking herself in the motel room. Hey, 
open up the freaking door, I swear to God, I'll kill you. Girl, don't... Open up the door. I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police. Open the door. Hello. Open the door. I'm at the wrist, yes. He's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. Can you hear him? Khalil banged on the door for entry, unaware that a security camera was filming him the whole time. But by the time the police arrived, he was gone. Despite Tiffany's detailed description with cuts and bruises on her body, the police officers accused her of lying and threatened to arrest her for prostitution. She even had the handcuffs he used on her to show police that this did in fact happen. It makes me unbelievably angry sometimes when people don't take sex workers seriously, immediately assuming they're either lying or they put themselves in the situation. And unfortunately, because of this, Many sexual assault victims do not pursue charges against their assailants. To make matters worse, Tiffany had been pregnant during the attack. Thankfully, her baby survived. They didn't believe me. Elizabeth, New Jersey Police Department. They thought I was lying. What injuries do you have? What, what, what injuries do you have? Look at my face and they duct tape. For the what? For the duct tape, my face. When did he duct tape you? Huh? In the car? In the car. So you let him duct tape you or what happened? I just didn't know. He put the handcuffs on me first. I felt horrible and scared because I knew he was still on the run and they didn't believe me. So no one was going to look for him and he was just going to look for me. Definitely now to kill me because of what I knew. Thanks to the ingenuity and determination of Bassania, Lamia, and Samantha, Police were now focused on Khalil Wheeler Weaver as their prime suspect. Khalil grew up in a well-to-do neighborhood in Orange, New Jersey, and was what looked to be a fairly normal guy. He was even described later by the police as, quote-unquote, calm and helpful. He had family members in law enforcement. He worked as a security guard, so it seemed strange that this was their guy. By tracking his phone records, authorities were able to determine Weaver's whereabouts all the way back to 2016. Those phone records revealed that Khalil Wheeler Weaver visited the site of an abandoned home around the time the house had burned down. Police went to the home and uncovered the charred remains of 19-year-old sex worker Robin West. She had been killed only days before her 20th birthday. Khalil was now being questioned for the murder of two women and an attempt on a third. But once police do a little more digging, they discover he actually already had three victims, and Tiffany Taylor was his attempt at a fourth. After further investigation, authorities made another shocking discovery. Khalil Wheeler Weaver had been the last person in contact with Joanne Brown, whose body had been found in a vacant home in Khalil's hometown of Orange, New Jersey, just a day before his arrest. Police now realize they're dealing with a serial killer. Coming up... Weaver stands trial, but claims he's being framed. When I Met My Murderer Online continues. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery 
starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. In early 2017, Khalil was indicted on three counts of murder, one count of attempted murder, aggravated arson, desecration of human remains, aggravated sexual assault, and kidnapping. He pleaded not guilty, but claiming he was being framed. And while pleading not guilty is a common move by the defense, claiming to be framed is an entirely different situation. They seem to be grasping at straws due to all the evidence that's piled up against him. I would like to address the courts by saying that throughout the course of this whole ordeal, I have maintained and expressed my innocence vehemently until the death continue to. I was purposely lied on by Detective Michael Cruzness. The assistant prosecutor, Adam Wells, knowingly and, person, knowingly and purposely misled the courts and the families of the victims believing that I was the person who committed these crimes. I would like to say I do put empathy for the victims and my heart goes out to their families and friends. However, I was not, and I repeat, I was not the person who committed these crimes. Now being referred to as the tagged killer, Khalil Wheeler-Weaver sat through a lengthy nine-week trial. He listened to 45 different testimonies, but the star witness in the trial was Tiffany Taylor, who had actually seen Khalil Wheeler-Weaver and managed to escape. It must have taken extreme bravery to talk in court against her assaulter. Along with the work Sarah's friends and family did, they were able to bring justice to the victims. This is in a matter of State versus Khalil Willowiever, indictment number 17-2-547. As to count one, charging the defendant with the murder of Robin West, what is your verdict? Guilty. Charging the defendant with the murder of Sarah Butler, what is your verdict? Guilty. A jury took only two hours to deliberate before finding him guilty on all charges. On October 6th, 2021, he was finally sentenced, but not before he got to hear from the victim's families. At this time, I'm going to call up Anita Mason, the mother of Robin West, who wishes to address the court. Yeah, I'm Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on behalf of Robin Daphne Michelle West. September 5th, 1996 through September 1st, 2016, 7,296 days, 175,104 hours, 2,506,240 seconds, 19 Thanksgivings, Christmases, Easter's, holidays. She was my China, my strawberry. She was bougie to her sister, Martise, Rara to her brother, Micah, and Robin to everyone else who knew her. She will forever be and is my middle child. She loved music, loved to dance, loved to sing, loved her family, loved little children, loved elderly people. She loved dogs and all living things. She endured trying times of defiance and breaking rules because she was a free spirit. Every morning since my children were born, I always gave them hugs and when, when they woke up and Robin still did that. 
two weeks before her death, she stopped by to say hi, and I watched her cross the street to go to the store. And I had no reason, no idea of the reason why I watched her. Now I know it was because it was the last time that I would see her alive. My last communication with her was via text and us telling each other that we love each other. And within two days, she was no longer in the land of the living. Robin Daphne Michelle West did not, and I repeat, did not deserve to be strangled to death and set on fire to be left in a house weighing a little over 60 pounds due to the destruction of that fire. Questions in my head. Was she alive? Did she fight? What were her last words? The pain that I have and still endure from the loss of Robin Daphne Michelle West will be an eternal and profound grief that is personal to me and will not go away until I take my last breath. Your Honor, at this time, I'd like to invite um, Tiffany Taylor to approach and speak. Um, I just want to say, um, I feel really bad about the other victims that didn't make it, and especially, uh, well, I don't want to say especially, but Sarah Butler, you, you know, she was attacked. She was killed after, after I was attacked and got away. And I just feel like if Elizabeth police would have, you know, believed me, took me more serious, she might still be here. Um, I also want to say as far as uh, him saying that he still didn't do it, makes me feel like he has no type of remorse about it at all. Like he hasn't even shed a tear about anything. So he's not sorry at all about what he did. And I'm over 100% sure it was him. He told me who he was. He revealed himself to me. Plus I saw him prior to this. So it's not a mistake at all. And I'm just surprised that he hasn't apologized and admitted to what he did yet. So if he had a chance, he would do it again, that tells me. This has affected me a lot. My whole life is different. I don't wear makeup anymore. I don't do my hair. I don't have friends. I don't want friends. I don't trust no one. I'm always paranoid. But I I'm just happy to still be here and be able to tell what happened so that he could be locked up for it. And um, I hope you don't show any remorse on him just like he's not showing any remorse and you give him the maximum time. And um, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Taylor. Your Honor, at this time, I'd like to invite up um, Aaliyah and Laverne Butler on behalf of Sarah Butler. My sister's loss was devastating, not only to my family, but the entire community. Sarah was kind. She was a really gentle soul and did not deserve this. I ask Judge that you show him no mercy the way he showed the victims no mercy. If there was any glimmer of God in that man, he would have not done the things he did. And that just proves and shows that he deserves the maximum sentencing. 
None of the victims deserve what happened to them. None of them asked for it. We just wanted everybody home for Thanksgiving. Who was coming home for Thanksgiving? Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. This monster took my daughter. This person is a monster. When you took somebody's child, leave them in fire and go home, they took somebody's child and cover them in woods and then go home and have Thanksgiving dinner with your family and knowing that somebody's family child out there covered in hood, that's a monster. That monster deserves the maximum. That monster should live to daylight again. And for him to stand there and say he did not do it, when we all witness it and see how oh, his body hungry for killing, he couldn't get Miss Taylor a couple of days before he took my baby. He couldn't get Miss Taylor, and because he couldn't get Miss Taylor, his body was itching to kill again. And then he go and get my baby. I want to thank everybody for the hard, diligent work that they did and bringing this, this whatever you want to call it, in here and finding them guilty. And I hope you find in your heart that you can give him the longest maximum sentence. And I hope that he lived for a very long time and then make him suffer every night in there like he made our girl suffer. Okay, thank you very much. I hope you suffer, boy, every night. Essex County Assistant Prosecutor Adam Wells pointed out that Khalil targeted vulnerable working women and continued about his life like nothing had happened. Khalil Wheeler-Weaver was sentenced to 160 years in prison for his crimes. He was captured due to the hard work of the friends and family of Sarah Butler, who had met her murderer online. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.